This week's episode of Facts of Life is being brought to you by the Lineage Group. Rebel Art Lucian 2 presents Home is Where the Art Is. Come join us at a musical intervention on 23 Temple Street, New Haven. Artists and musicians who have been impacted by the issue of homelessness. A donation of your choice opens the door to a night of musical performances in a market of art. Tickets are available on Eventbrite. This is sponsored by Subway, Arts and Craftsman Supply, Stop and Shop, Mecca Noodle Bar, Dunkin' Donuts, and Hull Art Supply Store. Okay. Welcome back to another episode of Facts of Life. I'm your host, Zakia, and these are the facts of my life. And today I have a special guest. Would you like to introduce yourself? What's up? <laughs> That's what I always open <laughs> I never know what to say. I'm not used to being in this spot. I'm Kels. Kelsey, whatever works. What's up, guys? Thanks hey. for having me, girl. Yeah, you're welcome. And I still got the questions from... Okay, so Kelsey's supposed to come in February, but... Yeah, had, it was February. Yeah, <laughs> but she had something to do. But I still have the questions from... You organized? Yes, I try to be. She got a notebook, yeah. I know, a whole notebook. <laughs> whole notebook. Yes, yeah, so... Um, all right, so we're going to start off with an icebreaker. What is your theme song of... I guess your life, whatever. Life Damn. right now. Right now. My new, well, actually, it's just funny because I kind of hate future. But coming out stronger than <laughs> my theme song is a job. Like, I don't know why. Like, I haven't liked future since Pluto, but that song. Um, I'm gonna there was a song the other day that I said was my theme song, and now I can't remember. Yeah. I feel like you talk a lot about music on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So that's why I was like, that's a perfect Girl, question for you. I think may, that's one of the only things I feel comfortable talking about on a pl- public platform. Like, yeah. Unless I'm just talking shit like Kanye rant, then yeah. I'm talking about music. Yeah. yeah. What song was it? It was my whole theme song and I forgot what it was. Oh, it's this song by Mr. Problem. Mr. Probs, I guess is how you say it. He's a singer, but it got Anderson Park on there. It's called Gone. Who's that? that? I, I don't know who that is. Um, You know... He got a song with Chris Brown and T.I. that I heard a couple years ago. He's a singer from, like, Germany or something? I don't know. But it's Mr. Probs with a Z. Okay. And it's called God. It's featuring Anderson Park. All right. I'm going to have to look up Mr. Probs. Probs. (laughs) I was going to say problems, and it doesn't say that. It doesn't say problems anywhere. It just probs. They abbreviated it, and I want to say problems. Okay. So Mr. Problems is his name. All right, well that's interesting. Um, so my theme song, I would say, is I listen to a lot of R and B. So right now with everything, like old R and B, old R and B and new. I'm trying to get into the new R and B, but it all I don't like know. The same song. It's yeah, it's very similar. Uh-huh. But before I get into the song, I will say I tried to listen. Well, I did listen to. Um, Chloe and mm-hmm. Haley, Hallie, sorry, mm-hmm. um, CD, yeah. and it was good. I feel like it's a little childish, right? Um, not agree. in a bad way, but Just I'm not, not their audience. Mm-hmm. You know, like they are 17 and 19 <laughs> years old. Years. Yeah, exactly. So it's good, and I can hear Beyonce all up and through that album. But right. you know, it's cool. Um, but my theme song uh, is gonna be. <laughs> when you laugh before you say it, I know it's like. <laughs> It's going to be um, Avenue by her. You that's listen to her? That's not a bad choice. That's yeah, choice. I'm, yeah, that's what I'm on right now. That's a good album. Because, yeah. She's one of the few R&B singers that doesn't sound like everybody, everybody else. Yeah. And that weird thing where they sound like they're trying to sound like they're from 
London or something. You know what I'm talking about? They do right. SZA. SZA. Yeah. But I love her, though. I love her. Even I though I know accent. that's not her real accent, but it's like, hey. She really sings real. like that, though. Like, Yeah. She been singing like that. If she had just started singing like that, I might be like, her. Yeah. This is pretty fake. But she been singing. I like her old music. I don't really like I haven't listened to any of her old music. See, okay, I just so got I'm like somebody her. grandma though. I'm like, yeah. uh, <laughs> who should y'all be out here listening to? Right. All right. So the questions that I have for you. Well, yeah, let's start off with a couple of questions. And then we could go into um, what we were talking about on Twitter. So when I reached out to you, you were one of the na- Really? You were one of the names. Yeah, beeping in. Right. It's the remix, guys. Put <laughs> you in a place to where you're like, this is what I'm influencing. Yeah. And then you just start going in that direction. It's kind of like when somebody says, this is how you blow. Yeah. And you're like, that was how you do. Right. Because I don't really, I think the problem isn't with influences here. The problem is is with discourse and discussion and talking about stuff and being, and, you know, talking to each other about stuff and especially culture involved stuff. Houston kind of always just stuck on their own little sides of town, and we never talked about shit, and we didn't fuck with each other, and yeah. you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And uh, as far as the music and, and everything goes, I don't, I don't know how I influence anything. Mm-hmm. I just know that um, at a certain point, I got tired of listening to shitty music. Yeah, and you know what I mean. I got tired of, of we're here in the city listening to shitty music, and everybody's outside of our city doing our music and being successful with it. That is so crazy. So me and Caleb, the one that performed that mm-hmm. your um thing, we were talking about that one day, and I was like, "You're you're right. Like a lot of people, not only Houston, but like a lot of rappers, and get influenced from the South. You know, it's not just um Houston, but it's like it's y'all don't get a lot of credit. No. And I think it's because like one, Houston, I feel like y'all are in your own box. Like right. y'all are in your own world. Like mm-hmm. if you come to Texas, it's like it's a whole different country out and, here. And you the know? city's so spread out. I mean where you're from Connecticut? Yeah. So if you look at how big Houston is on its own from one side of Houston, technically Houston to the other, and then you think about the fact that Galveston's considered Houston. Mm-hmm. The Woodlands is considered Houston. Like right. this is like seventeen people states. Right. So it's hard for people to agree on anything for one yeah which is fine we don't have to agree on anything mm-hmm. but and then it's also hard for people to come to a common ground and say well this is what we're doing right this is where we're going and so if we don't come together with our sound which we never did at this point it's not even it's still our sound but it's kind of like if somebody come and rob you and you're like well that's my shit well right. they already got it yeah but it's too late right yeah. it's too late all these that that R&B sound that, that sounds the same. I mean, that's a PMC flow. Yeah. It's it's the same thing. It's Big Mo. It's Zero. If you okay. go back and listen to our artists. I mean, go back and listen to Young Stars. All these artists are doing that sound. Right. And then, I mean, James Blake is from London, I think. See, I don't know all these people you talking about. James like, Blake you educated like, me. He does, like, electro <laughs> pop music or something. But okay. But it's slowed down. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like you can hear the... It's screwed. And right. they're not calling it that. They're calling it electro or whatever the hell they're calling it. Yeah. But it's screw music. Mm-hmm. Wasn't nobody doing that? Like, not like that. Not that right. I And I've learned a lot about, you know, the music out here, too. Because, like, I have never listened to Chopped and Screwed, really. Really? Because we didn't... We listened to a lot of, I feel like, more up-tempo... Um, right. That slow stuff is us. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's your whole shebang. 
And, you know, that's fine, but it's like, I'm glad that, you know, you are trying to make a difference and trying to get Houston out there because I feel like y'all don't get enough recognition and y'all deserve it. I ain't ain't even going to hate because I feel like y'all deserve it. Y'all influence a lot of people and people discredit y'all. And I think it's because, like, y'all just be in y'all own lane, you know? And And, and also what happened here, like, when our sound started getting to a national level, to a, a larger level, then there was nobody here to sustain it. Mm-hmm. There, you know what I mean? All you the artists were just here. Gonna, okay, cool. I, didn't want to ask you. <laughs> I was like, this, is this Roxanne? Okay. <laughs> I don't want to ask you somebody's shit. Okay. Nah, that's okay. That's Thank my ashtray. <laughs> I just want to make sure for, because I have a tendency to ask in somebody's shit, and they'd be like, that was a diffuser. Like, oh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Right. But um, what happened, like, when it was time for us to capitalize on that sound and and for us to, because even Atlanta, if you look at at any other city, they never stayed stagnant in their sound. Yeah. Even if it was their sound, they progressed it and, you know, they, they developed their sound. Right. But that's because they were developing relationships with each other. Right. Here, we never developed a sound. We never developed a relationship. And then I asked on the fucking tape. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. But, um, so instead of progressing a sound, then there was a certain point where everybody in Houston got complacent to where we were cool just being right here. Mm -hmm. So if you look at it from the nineties, all the artists that blew up in the nineties here, we should have been done something. It should have been a point to where the artists who blew were able to tour and able to, to do what, I mean, right. Any artists are going from other cities or being, you know, on a, a large scale level. I'm not saying... You got to be a fucking billionaire. But at some point, some of that money should have came back into the city. Right. And built up our Artists, culture and yeah. our, quote unquote, industry. You know what I mean? Built yeah. up the, there's no reason the city this big doesn't have live music being used like they should. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. there's no reason. Yeah. All these clubs and stuff, all these bars and stuff, all the time we spend outside of our homes. Right. No live music. Yeah. No, even... Like the slim thugs and them not out here doing live shows. Yeah, and, and for some reason the curl never curled on our entire industry here. Yeah, so the new artists here don't get the just do they deserve because nobody gives a fuck about what they're doing. Right, nobody knows them, nobody cares, nobody's co-signing them, nobody's talking about them. There's nobody here to talk about them that right. anybody's ever gonna listen to. So it's a weird dynamic yeah and the old artists not doing nothing because they chilling at the house because they didn't care they don't about got their money right. yeah <laughs> they like okay um and that's funny you say that because when i went back home um back in march mm-hmm. i was like me and my friends were like i stayed at my best friend's house uh-huh. and um we were about to go out so we were like playing music or whatever no <laughs> no it's okay uh, i was <laughs> okay um <laughs> But I was playing Migos, uh, Walking Like I Talk, and they was like, what? I never heard this song. <laughs> really? But it's like, they, like, if you don't come here, not only with, like, Atlanta rappers, but mm-hmm. I never heard of Trade the Truth until I moved here, you know? I never mm-hmm. heard of Zero until I moved here. Yeah. Um, what is the other and people? And that's crazy. I have never heard of these people. Like, of course, I heard of Slim Thug and um, what's his name? Lil Flip, Mike Jones. Um, I think Pimp C, but it's like the other people. Yeah, I have not 
heard it. Like I know right. Duels, Jada Kiss, mm-hmm. um, Jay Z. <laughs> like I know yes. those rappers because like we are in close proximity, mm-hmm. you know. So and also being in the South and like being um, this spread out, even not just Texas or not even just Houston, but Texas and the Southern states. That a lot of times we kind of function within ourselves just as the South. Yeah, you know what I mean mm-hmm. because people when. All over the South, who were listening to Devin and Do, they were listening to Zero. Like when mm-hmm. I went to Oklahoma for college, they knew all the words to most that he done, and I about lost my mind. I was like, "Y'all know this too? <laughs> oh shit!" Like I was I so learned excited. It when I got here, yeah. No. I was, and I had no oh, idea. Yeah. But then after I went to Oklahoma and saw that people knew who Zero was and knew our music, then I expected everybody to know. I was like, "Oh, everybody knows," and then they were like. Right here is where it doesn't really go past the Mason Dixon, you know, like the, right. the not the southern rappers. Yeah. But then in all the other states they take that southern rap sound and rebrand it as R and B. Mm-hmm. And now there's no R and B and there's no Southern hip hop and it's just like a hot ass mess, right? Right. <laughs> it is a hot ass mess. That's why I like I I've also taken a step back. <laughs> I've also taken a step back on um Listening to music in general, like, because it's like, it's, I feel like it's too much going on. So it's just like, right. I'm not a huge rap fan, but I see the conversations about these new age rappers and stuff. And I'm just like, I can't keep up. Like, it's too right. much. Homeboy is wearing the yellow hair and he's right. doing this. And I'm just like, that's the, and that's no, thank you. Social media can ruin something very quickly. And yeah. Then what it did, because I mean, if you think about how young just rap music itself is compared to other genres of music, then social media and rap kind of came up together. Like it was, it right. was a little, it was after, way after, but the new rappers, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like they're, it's a social media thing. It's a popularity thing. It's yeah. a this. It's a that. It's there. Don't, y'all not rappers. Y'all are personalities. Right. But the sad <laughs> thing about that is there's so much good music. Yeah. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. you have to go searching for it. Mm-hmm. And the reason that our city doesn't have a whole bunch of artists that are even showing up like like the, the black six like I can't remember what six like. <laughs> Because there's nobody here talking about him. Yeah. He's from Houston? No, he's from Atlanta. But that's why he kind of came up without a big buzz. Yeah. But it came, you know what I mean? It built up. He built up a buzz from, I mean, the internet worked for him. Yeah. It's a a good source for some people. And then it's the reason other people can't get attention. Because people like you, like, I don't want to deal with all of this bullshit. Yeah. I'll listen to music. I know it's good. Exactly. And that's, I mean, that we all get into that. I know this song is good and I know all the words. I'm right. just going to listen to this over here. Yeah. But, I mean, in other cities, people are doing the work. The the, the writers, the, the, the damn A&Rs at some places, not, not really large music uh, labels, but... If you think about the smaller things, what they're doing, their city, somebody's looking at their city saying, who's a good artist? Yeah. You know, who should we listen to? Right. And they're consistent with it. Mm-hmm. And Houston is too big. Yeah. Somebody on the north side might be like, mm, I didn't hear about him. He must be from the south side. Right. Look, guys. Driving, that's me. I ain't driving over there. Sorry. <laughs> I tell people all the time, like, I did not go north of I-10. Yeah. Unless it was like we were going across state until I was grown. Like yeah. I moved here when I was in third grade. I moved to eighth. Mm-hmm. I didn't go north of I ten until I was grown. Like yeah. until I was like off to college type shit. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I'm like this is what the north side looks like. 
it's it's two different cities. Like a yeah. lot of different cities. No, ma'am, I do not. <laughs> now I used to live on the north side when I first got here, but it's like now that I'm learning the city, like I'm not moving back over there unless I feel like you know I got a family, I bought a nice house. Over there or yeah, mm-hmm. like there's no way, there's nothing going on over there. But move out of the city, <laughs> right? Um, so would you consider yourself an A and R? No, I feel like you. I feel like you low key are like without even trying. Cause See, it's like, somebody needs to start paying. <laughs> oh, y'all hiring? Right. <laughs> I think the problem is is that it's with an A and R. You got somebody who is looking for the most efficient way to get a bunch of people paid. Yeah. You know, A and R at this point, especially in rap music, an A and R is not going to sit here and tell you who's the best artist. They're going to tell you who's going to get them the most money. Right. And so that skews things. Is it's, it's flawed at the foundation. Mm-hmm. And you know, you can't build up a stream of this artist opening for these artists because none of them are dope and everybody was lying. Right. And now you got the people with the yellow hair and like all this shit that, man, but an A&R looked at that and it looked like what fit a blueprint for success. Right. Because of the social media shit. Because of the, like, because they're lying. Yeah. Tell nobody. Like, right. <laughs> uh, I could... <laughs> I could go on because I feel like, you know, if you're not being present on social media, like people are not going to be paying attention to you. So it's like you made a good point about, you know, they're looking for somebody that's going to make the money Mm because it's like not all these new rappers are making good music. It's catchy, but it's like, is it quality? But at the same time, they're doing all this crazy shit and they like the, um, what's the nigga name? Um... Boom gang or something like that. I don't know. It was a strat. He he was doing all the crazy stuff Mm -hmm. so that he could get all these followers so he could put out his music. I think he in jail now. I really don't know. But it's the one with the face tattoos. The one that uh, what's his name? You talking about? What's his name? DJ Academics. He's weird. Like I used to like DJ Academics when uh, when Joe was on Everyday Struggle, but it's like now he's just getting weirder and weirder, and it's just like. You know, a lot of these internet personalities, they are really weird as fuck in person, like, in real life. It's because, like, they're, it's a a duality problem at this point. Like, how are you an internet personality and then another person? Yeah. You know what I mean? How how do you separate those things? Like some Black Mirror shit. No, like, (laughs) hey, bro, if you put together gingerbread houses and that's what the fuck you did at work and got paid for it. You can make gingerbread houses and still be yourself. If you're right. if you're putting on the illusion that you're getting paid to be yourself. Yeah. And now you're getting paid to not like it's a weird dynamic. How does it happen? It's weird as I don't this shit is know. It's weird. And that's why I said in line, like most quote unquote A and R's at this point, um I, I don't even think they're really A and R's. It's kinda like when rappers don't want to be called rappers because mm. of the other rappers is fucking it up. Yeah. Like being an A and R is cool, kinda like artist development is cool, but it just doesn't happen how it's supposed to. Yeah. Not on a large scale. Mm-hmm. But if you think about it, being super present on social media only looks like it's beneficial. Yeah. Because I mean look at Beyonce. Beyonce. She could never get on any social media site ever again in her whole entire life and still be as and more successful. Yeah, she doesn't have a ceiling. You don't. You know what I mean? And, you, and she doesn't have a gimmick. She doesn't have a. a she just let me tattoo my face so I hear. Yeah. What? Right. Because she spent years building her brand too. Yeah. At the same time, mm-hmm. and it's like 
I guess it, it also has to do with her being private too about her her personal life, and it has so to do with like, who she has around her. Yeah, and it's like you have no choice but to mm-hmm. engage in her music and like her music because she's not hooping and hollering and right. doing all this extra shit. You know, she just giving you music quality concerts because um, I've been to a couple, right. so she's giving you what you want. Without you know, you really asking for it, and a, she's giving you what you actually want instead of some weird image of what you you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like she's that pe- people feel something when they listen to Beyonce at a concert. You feel different, you know. You see her live. You, it, there's a feeling there, right? If you think about some of the other artists, ain't nobody going to their show and be like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, <laughs> it's just it, there's a. Buying followers, tattooing your face for followers, any type of anything for followers. How does that amount to listeners? Yeah, exactly. Only in rap music, though. Yeah. Not only. I guess probably pop. Oh, shit. That means it's pop. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Ding, ding, ding. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why I think I like her, because she was doing an interview with Angie Martinez, and Mm -hmm. she was saying, like, one of the reasons why she does this whole mysterious shit is because she wants people to enjoy her music instead of like focusing on how she looks or Mm -hmm. how she's dressing or whatever the case Mm -hmm. is so it's like I know like before like before I started like looking at her social media one of my homeboys he actually was on the podcast a couple times um jurors I was gonna say his government name but (laughs) I don't um, (laughs) so he he put me on to her and like I've been listening to her for about a year now and you know I just started getting into her social media and stuff because it's like I just enjoyed her music like I know who she was what she looked like how old she was her Mm -hmm. real name none of that shit it was just like she made some good ass music and I'm gonna listen to that shit and I'm gonna keep listening to that (laughs) shit I enjoy the music right exactly so I think that's what more people need to do and I need that goes back to the radio situation. Like, yeah. you know, it goes back to the idea of when I first heard music that I loved, I heard it. Mm-hmm. Like, just heard it. Yeah. And I'm trying to think of singing. A lot of R&B singers don't be on social media like that at all, though. No. They don't be doing no extra uh-huh. shit. Now, the good R&B singers, like, for example... I don't follow Tank on social media, but I know he's not somebody that be all up in doing all the extra shit, you know, like, he just, yeah, but Tank, I feel like he just be, you know, put out quality music, you know, he could sing his ass off, so it's like, whatever, and I I listen to a lot of interviews, too, so it's like, that's where I also, I love interviews. And see, like... People who music I listen to, I don't follow them on social media. Yeah. When I first got on, man, I, I'm going to tell this story to all that. When I first got on Twitter, <laughs> I was late as fuck getting Twitter too. I promised I was never going to get a Twitter. Mm-hmm. And this girl I work with started me a Twitter account. I get on Twitter and I follow Big Creek and I follow like my homies, a couple of my homies, and then Joe Button. Mm-hmm. Erica Badu and yeah. then Joe Button. I was like, oh, it's so lit. I'm about to see what Joe Budden doing. be talking about. Yeah. It's going to be so much fun. And I was like, oh, fuck this. Like, yeah. oh, no, no, mm-hmm. no, sir. No. <laughs> no. I, I enjoyed Padded Room too much as an album for like the last however many years of my life for me to look at you talk on social media about hookah. Right. And bitches. <laughs> like, I said, oh, Not no. hookah, though. Hookah and bitches. He's grown. He's grown as a person. Take you. I- <laughs> 
<laughs> I can't get over it. I was like, unfollow. Yeah. Immediately unfollow. And then yeah. I realized, I was like, this is, this is weird. Yeah, you got And not saying he wasn't too. him, but I mean, he was him before I knew that too. I just, right. you know, we, it wasn't visible to us. Yeah. Joe Budden's always been Joe Budden. I appreciated the music he put out. Right. Apparently, I don't want to be his friend, but yeah. I actually kind of do now at this point. After, yeah, exactly. Like, I love you want to be his friend. Want to be friends? I didn't even like Joe Budden, like, but now, like, so, for some weird reason, I like him. Like, I do. I I guess so, and it's like he's way more relatable now. Like when I didn't like him, he was doing some bullshit on reality TV mm-hmm. and stuff like that. If you start paying attention to more shit, mm-hmm. if you start really, really paying attention to shit, and like you, especially doing you know any type of entertainment, your podcast is broadcasting. Like any type of anything like that, you kind of start looking more at artists. Yeah, my focus has definitely right. changed. You pay attention to different shit, right? And so you start paying attention to that, and now you relate a little bit more to Joe Button because yeah. you're like, oh, he got he was a liar, <laughs> <laughs> right? Exactly. Uh, I wanted him to be lying so bad. Exactly. That's probably what it was. But yeah, the, the truth is inconvenient for people. It's like, fuck. Yeah, we re- all the other bitches. Damn, it's it's a weird dynamic. Like mm-hmm. that you're, you're, he you was telling the truth to. the whole entire time, and I was like, bitch. <laughs> so I apologize, I'm Joe. Sorry, right, I'm not never following you on Twitter though. Like, right, I yeah, that. I check his tweets, but I won't hit the follow button either. I'm like, not gonna block you or nothing. Yeah, you tell a joke, I'm gonna kick you. Right, know, I can laugh. Like, exactly, your shit. But I'm not. It's just I don't really want to follow anybody on social media for music I really listen to a lot, a lot. Yeah. Sometimes I do. Right. I'm just be like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Or I just don't pay attention to it. Yeah. <clears throat> I'll be on there talking about like dinner and stuff. I don't yeah. <laughs> I, I very rarely like scroll the timeline. Somebody said I was scrolling. I said you were Is that like Yeah, you come on at random times. I said we're scrolling like is yeah. it <laughs> That's why I be having to take a break because, like, you get sometimes I get too invested in that shit and it just be toxic as fuck. Like, so I just be having to take mm-hmm. breaks sometimes, or now I'm learning to stay off my personal page and just be take on. Your phone. Take the apps off your phone, but that's the thing. Like, you can go to the website and do the same thing. Oh, you're right. I could go on but it computer. takes a little bit more work, and then yeah. you find out if this is something that I'm doing because I intentionally want to get on here, or mm-hmm. if it's just that easy thing to do. Because if, if Twitter is on your front page of your phone every right. time you unlock that bitch, what's the first thing you want to go to? Twitter, social media. Like you got Twitter next I'm to an Instagram. Addict. Like, <laughs> we all are. We're all, we all are. Man. I'm an addict. Sorry. I looked at myself one day scrolling, just scrolling the time I said. You could write a whole book today, bitch. Oh, <laughs> look, I have been struggling. Like, I I got a book from the library, and I have been struggling to finish it. Like, and it's like, I have no real reason not to finish it. You know what I suggest for people, like, who are on social media a lot, but don't like reading a book, like an actual paper book, is get iBooks. Get um, e-books. I, See, I, that's I the thing. Like, I tried that because I had a Kindle, and I tried to read the book. Do books it on your phone. Do it on the same phone? thing you be on social media on. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. bring bring that into where you're comfortable with. 
Right. Bruh, I, I'd be on my phone on Spotify for 12 hours. If mm-hmm. I, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, okay, pull a book up on that bitch. Right, exactly. Put, a, put, put, put the books on your, your, your homepage and your phone. Yeah. She dropping gems, y'all. <laughs> Read the books on the phone if you're struggling like me, okay? It's hard, though. I, some, I mean, a lot of times I'd rather read on my phone as well. I mean, even if you're not reading, you know... Uh, whole book a day or something read a little bit of, if you if you think about it when you on twitter what are you doing reading you're reading everything you're reading everything guilty but now your attention span is limited to this many characters yeah right unintentionally subconsciously i didn't know that it's shit. fucked up yo i'm sitting here i like, think that's what Damn. another reason why i'm having a hard time finishing this book because it's like i'm trying to read but it's like I'm so used to reading, what, 280 characters, 140 characters, And also, the shit that people write, a lot of times, is boring as well. Mm -hmm. And it's not written well. Yeah. And it's also written with, like, the journalism rules. Yeah. Which, man... Nobody's a real journalist. Write your articles, like, tweets, and more people will... You know what I mean? Like... People Make try it to relatable. right. People try to pretend to be journalists. They ain't no real journalists, but man, if you if you think about journalism classes, yeah, I took a couple in college. Man, if you go through journalism classes to get a, a degree in journalism and you write and you're a journalist, you follow a very strict set of rules. For exactly, your and the people on social media and you also use the shit. fuck out of the thesaurus, mm-hmm. and it bothers me. Like, how many words could you find like to mm-hmm. to use the same word? Just say it. Right. I'm going to say and a thousand times. <laughs> I'm going to do it. And I don't give a fuck. Like, right. I got yeah. a 2,000 word album review. This, I know it say and 400 times in that bitch. It has to. Right. But I don't care. And. Yeah. You know what I mean? They, and. And. Okay. So. But that's because that's how we talk. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you people start writing their books like tweets and just put a space in between them bitches and hang. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, oh. She dropping more gems for y'all, seriously. The um, quote-unquote journalists out there, you know, she dropping some gems for y'all. Yes. I guess it's just have the right intention behind what you're doing. If you say you're a journalist, Some people what are you don't. About? They be thinking that, oh, well, I could write 140 characters, <laughs> so that gives me the right to... You know, write all these think pieces. write a think piece. Yeah. No, thank you. I scroll right past them shits because it's like, it be bullshit half the time. And it's like, as a journalist, one of the things I learned is like, you ain't supposed to be giving your opinion. You're supposed to be giving facts. And if you're giving your opinion because you know what? I give my opinion a lot. Yeah. I don't don't care if people care about it, though. Right. I'm not giving you an opinion for you to care about it. Right. And that's the difference. Like, they they come at you and, and... they're writing a think piece without completing the thought. So now what the hell are you writing for? What if you wrote a whole think piece and you hadn't even finished? Clearly you hadn't finished the thought yet. Right. Because your article don't make no damn sense. Right. You're talking, you're, you're talking in circles. Exactly. You wrote a whole article and called it a think piece and it's not like one thought in this bitch that makes sense. Yeah. And, and, and that's why. Cool. I like how people talk. I like how yeah. people, like Twitter is a hilarious. I'll get on that bitch and see something and, when I say I'm laughing, like, oh god, yeah, I didn't woke my son up, like, <laughs> bro, it was some shit. Okay, about like, who was it? Damn, I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna look through my favorites in a minute. Okay, nah. but there's some stuff on Twitter that's so creatively funny mm-hmm. that I want to tell people, like, you have a gift. You right. are fucking hilarious. Exactly. You need to go <laughs> get paid for this. Twitter's getting paid for it, right? Write some comedy skits or something. No, this exactly. shit is fucking hilarious. Like, oh, go go write a book. Right. 
Exactly. Like, fuck, write it down somewhere. But Twitter is a good place to laugh and, you know, like, it's a good, it's not a inherently, well, I guess it's inherently bad place, but it could be cool at some times. Yeah. It's scrolling the timeline. It's a problem. Right. I agree. That's Unless why. it's like when I've been scrolling it for like 15 minutes and get my little laugh. So, yeah. not that I'm saying that anybody should do that. You do whatever the fuck you want to do. Like, because I'm sure you laugh a lot if you scroll Twitter all day. I'm sure, like, I, I will. Yeah. I look at the clock and be like, I've been on Twitter laughing for how long? Damn, Kelsey, go do something. Right. And that's why, like, I put my phone, um, <clears throat> like, I used to sleep with my phone in the bed, but now I put it. On the floor, no, yeah. So it's like I'm not so prone to grabbing it. Put it on your dresser across the room. From yeah, me. I put mine across the room. It's yeah. on the floor, like on the other side of the room. I never realized how attached I was to my phone till I realized addiction. That sleeping with your phone in the bed is normal to me. <laughs> I said, wait a minute. I say that out loud, and I'm like, um. Yeah, no, that shit is crazy. Like that's why I be having. I used to put sleep with my phone in my room. My mom made me take my little light up phone out of my room at night. Yeah, is your take it out in my, under my pillow? Mm-hmm. What kind of? Yeah, I don't I said, do that oh, shit no, no more. Girl. Put the phone in the other room. Right. <laughs> so when it's time to go to bed, I plug it up. If it need to be charged, I plug it up. And I put it on the other side of the room, and it's like, I will see you in the morning, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, that's it. Or, and it's like, I still got my laptop, like, because I'll be watching Netflix mm-hmm. and shit. But I just don't be responding to people if they text me or if they call in. <laughs> if you think about how many, how many days do you go where your phone doesn't turn off? Um, That's rare for me. Very rare. People flip out when their phones turn off. Mm-hmm. That's very rare. And it's, it's... I don't remember... Is it a comfort object or is it a leash? Like, what do we... You know what I mean? Yeah. Is it... Wait, why do I need my phone on all the time? And I I mean, that's me too. Where's my phone? Yeah. Where's your phone? <laughs> I might even talk to you. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Let's have a conversation. <laughs> exactly. But let's not ever really talk about shit, though. Yeah. And, I mean, that's not what we were talking about. Like, mm-hmm. you don't really talk about shit. You're talking to everybody all the time. Mm-hmm. And not talking about shit. Right. That's why I don't talk to people. No, well, not like I don't talk to people. I just limit my conversations right. with people because mm-hmm. it's like I feel like if we're not being productive and we're not helping each other, whatever the case is, or we're not learning from each other, it's like what do we really talk about? Like, yeah, I like to laugh and I like to joke, like and, but it's like at some point, what are we doing? What you know, what? And even if it's just I'm um, opening up a new thought process. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. even if you're talking to somebody who I'm not doing no concrete business with you, but we're talking about things that we need to talk about. Right. Outside of even, now we can maybe work together. Now, mm-hmm. you know, now, now we can have a foundational understanding of, of what the fuck everybody in this area is doing. Right. We're all doing that. Yeah. Cool. Exactly. And then you move on and you discuss other oh, things. Yeah. Then we could. Possibly laugh and joke and hang out. Hey, have it, a drink or two. Or whatever. You're even funnier when I really fuck with you. I right. Like, oh God. Like, exactly. You know, close friends are funnier than strangers. Mm-hmm. And now everybody's a stranger. Yeah. But you're always laughing with them. Like, mm-hmm. I don't. <laughs> I the, the foundational level of understanding was like you were saying. Do you? Do y'all just lie to each other? Like, you know, you, you always the, have to agree, but... Yeah. It's that... I feel like that's what it 
people are doing just so that they can seem. And I talked about this on Twitter too, like mm-hmm. about I feel like the world is just fake. Like it's just <laughs> a whole stage, you know, like and everybody's acting and everybody's trying to be the best actress. So it's like, yeah. Uh-huh. We are all lying to each other in some weird way, subconsciously, whatever. But it's like everybody's trying to be the best person in the world, you know? And it's like we're competing with each other at the same time, subconsciously. And that's why I just be happy to take a step back. Like, okay, what am I doing? I need to regroup, refocus on what I'm doing. Because it's like it just becomes detrimental when you're trying to compete with other people mm-hmm. and well and, and i mean we're competing not even competing like uh, a lot of it's people like what are we competing for well a lot of people in themselves certain or you know what i mean it, be, yeah. it turned from like a life journey into like a race right <laughs> what the fuck are we racing to like oh god right because we all gonna die hey bro there's only one end what the fuck are we racing? We all for? are going to die. You want me to run? Right. Doug, like, if you think about that, if you think about it, the only end is death. Bro, you're going to die. Okay. Yeah. Hey. I right. don't I, I mean, we can't get into details, but is, is that what you're rushing towards? Right. And none of this is going to matter when we die. You know, so like, nice. not saying it's not going to matter, but I just know that once we die, we, the world is going to end eventually. I don't know when. Um, so don't be quoting me on this shit. <laughs> like, I know it's going to end and, you know, it's going to be a whole nother world and we're going to come back in somebody else's body, whatever. But it's like, we got, we, I think we just have to understand like, okay, we are going to die and it's not a competition because we all have the same ending at this end of the day. Well, and also like every day you, if you're competing with everybody around you, now you you're always competing and now you're competing with yourself like you don't know mm-hmm. yourself you're trying you know you can't be trying to figure you out while you're trying to write like, like. yeah I, and i think that's one of the things that i've struggled with too like just growing up as an adult like i'm trying to figure myself out and i feel like i have myself halfway figured out and moving here to houston has helped me to figure out a lot of shit that i know about when i was back home in connecticut um it'll be two years in august two whole years it did not feel like it went by so fast like i feel like i just left um but yeah like that's one of the things that i struggle with too it's just like really damn where you come from i was born in oklahoma okay so i mean it's not so this is home to you oh yeah 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 this side of town too. <laughs> I yes. love living over here. Cause and I especially like in this area, um H E B is down the street. Everything Walmart. Is. Right. I ain't moving. Well, and I'm not moving from this area. Right here either. That's dope. Like, it's no, Westheimer be on West Oh yeah, over like, here. Like, no, here. no, 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 no. But Westheimer be a that's a whole different beast. Oh yeah, I don't that's why I'll be mm-hmm. like if it's app, if it's, I know I gotta add extra travel times mm-hmm. if I'm it's a lot going of to. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize that until <laughs> I've been here for <laughs> man. About I'm that traffic changed drastically in your life. Yo, <laughs> so drastically. Like even Damn. when I went back home, like it was traffic, but it was like 
it was still moving. Right. You know, like out here, it'd be like, you could roll a whole blunt. Right. You could eat a whole meal if you went to Right. You could listen to three hours. Yeah. Sitting in traffic. Yeah. And that's why I don't understand why Houston, the traffic is so bad here. Like, I don't understand why more people don't listen to podcasts because, like, you sitting in traffic for an hour, hour and a half, especially, like, when the hurricane happened, like, it was taking me, like, two or three hours to get home sometimes, you know, if I was on the other side of town. So, it's like, I don't understand why Houston is not big in that aspect when it comes to podcasts and media and stuff like that. I don't know. We're going to figure it out, Houston. Um... But yeah. All right. So I really wanted to talk about. Oh shit! I forgot you had a whole. List. I know we had. I had a whole list, but it's okay. I'm on a tangent. <laughs> I forgot you were finna put this on something. No, it's okay. Uh, so no, I don't feel like you said anything crazy. But if you did, who cares? <laughs> um. So I want you to describe hustle grade because we kind of were talking about you wanted to do a radio station and stuff. So Kelsey, you founded Hustle Grade, right? Me, um, John, Justina, and Rod um, did Hustle Great. We all did it. Um, this March of last year. And um, it is a media outlet that, um, I mean, the ultimate goal is our mission statement is creating a self sustaining community for creatives. So, um, the definition of what Hustle Great is isn't limited. Mm-hmm. It's uh, fluid. I think there's a fluid a necessity to be fluid at this point because we're still building things here. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Okay, so what a hustle is a hustle. I mean, it's a hustle time. This is what we do, but there's different. It's a, it, a great. There's a, there's, a, there's a high level of, you know what I mean? Like, we, yeah. we, you can vibrate higher. We can hustle higher, too. Like, we can all of this energy and all of this work we're out here doing and all, you know what I mean? All of these things we know and all of these things we understand and we all agree on. Yeah. What needs to be done to make these things happen? Right. And that, that it changes every day. Mm-hmm. And it, but it also, it needs a certain foundation to change every day and still work. Right. You need a certain level of understanding of the people who you're hustling with. Right. You know, the people you're aligning your hustle with, the people you're out here busting your ass for, what are they busting their ass for? Right. We're, you know, if we're all putting into this and everybody's working, what needs to be done? Hey, man, what do you need? Yeah. And, and I feel like that's what Hustle Great is as opposed to, hey, man, look what I can do for you. Mm-hmm. You're, I, I don't know what I can do for you because we haven't got there yet. Yeah. You know, I'm figuring it out, too. And like I said, it's, we got one year under our belt. Everything we do changes. And, um, you know, whatever needs to be done in the hustle to, like you said, man, there's a lot of people here who are not getting their just dues. Right. At the end of the day, I'm not asking you for nothing I'm not working for. Yeah. You know? Exactly. I'm not out here like, give me. Mm-hmm. I haven't told nobody to give me shit. Right. If you want to give me something, I'm, I, I I'm greatly you. appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> but up? you're not asking for it because. And also, what do you mean? How can yeah. I help you as well? Right. Like you were saying, a barter system. Right. Hey, fam, look. This is what I got. I hate to break it to you. You're spending Monopoly money. Do you want to work? Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be that guy. Yeah. I'll be that guy today. Right. You know? Yeah. Uh, Short term, uncomfort level, 
in honesty is different from a, uh, like you were saying, building a relationship on not being honest. What? Yeah. Now you have the idea of a friendship, Mm -hmm. the idea of somebody you're working with, the idea of somebody you talk to. Right. So were y'all friends um, before? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I've known Rod. I guess I've known. I went to high school with Justina. Okay. And uh, Joan is from Aleaf as well. Mm-hmm. Rod's not from Aleaf. I've known Rod for a few years as well. Now uh, Yobi came as actually Yobi has been DJing for us since March since we started. Um, and now Mary writes as well. And everybody so how many from people in total? Um, people who. Work with Hustle Grade is fluid as well. We all work okay. together. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. I'm we're I think a media outlet or any type of outlet, any type of platform mm-hmm. uh can exist on its own. It doesn't exist on its own, it exists in a space where what needs to happen? Jail. Right. What are we doing? How can we all work yeah. together? Yeah. And I mean, there has to be work in like you said, it, I, maybe I am a fucking aunt or maybe I'm an aunt or a friend. I, that's the vibe that I got from you. And I I don't want to like put a label oh, on no. you because it's like, I see you post a lot of music and playlists and stuff. Yeah. So it's like, that's the, I feel like that's a new and age um, A&R, I guess, in a way. Yeah. It's like, okay, you're posting music. Hey, they getting paid too. I mean, yeah, I'm you try. To <laughs> <laughs> Look, you, you can make I mean? that out of a I mean, that's what you're putting your energy into, and energy doesn't stop when you get off work. Right. When do you get off work? And when you get off of work, who are you, who are you working for? Right. And there's a lot of things that <clears throat> need to be discussed that aren't being discussed. See, we're out, you know, everybody's mm-hmm. hustling, everybody's working, everybody's doing what they got to do to get where they're trying to go. Right. Hashtag never not working, you know? <laughs> it's lit. <laughs> People out here doing the fuck they want to do and it's dope. Yeah. But, you know, it's... Hustle Gray means that I'm going to listen to music for hours. Mm-hmm. Hustle Gray means that Jones going to go to events. It means Justina is going to... Um, work with people who I don't know. You know, just, Justina can do things that I can't do. I can do things she can't do. Mary can write shit I can't write. Yobi can DJ. Right. Like Reeks can DJ. The Waxaholics can do stuff that I can't do. Right. And I and I appreciate you know what you're doing because I feel like that's something that I'm looking for out here in Houston too. Is just like a group of people where it's like we could work together and gain something from each other. Like it doesn't even have to be big, but it's like it's small and. You know the coolest thing you can get from, like, people you're working with is, like, fucking perspective. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh, shit. I never that makes sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that was a great point. Right. And then you start thinking about it, and they mix in with your great points. You know what I mean? And that equates to something that's self-sustaining. Right. Hey, where do you do that? Right. And I didn't, I thought when when I was looking at the hustle grade thing, I just thought it was, you know, just music. And mm-hmm. it's like, now that you're, you know, talking about it more, I understand that it's not 
just for music, but just people that right. are just looking to be greater. And well, I mean, to be perfectly honest, it's been stagnant for, for longer than it should have been right now. It's been the same things on, on the homepage. Mm-hmm. But I also could have took that shit off of there, or I could have wrote something just to put something on the website. What, what What's on the website is worth being on the website for six months a year. Mm-hmm. The, the things that are on there, I stand by them for however long until I change my damn mind about it. Right. It, but... I understand the value of work, but if the work is not up to par, mm-hmm. I might as well not do the shit. Yeah. You know, if I write a couple album reviews real quick here and there, hmm, those are cool. But now you marginalize the quality of an album review. Mm-hmm. You marginalize the quality of an album. Right. And people understand. To everybody. Right. Now you write something before... You really thought about it? Now you write a think piece about an album? Mm-hmm. You analyze the fuck out of this album in 17 minutes. That's amazing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it gets to a point where it, you marginalize that. I mean, I'm a, I'm going to write. And that's why you need to be like, an A&R. Man, I'm just going to. <laughs> I'm going to listen to the music. I'm speaking it into existence for you. The, the, the problem with the A&R is the A&R feeds into somebody else who does something else. Somebody else who an A and R is is going to work with somebody who's going to write an article about the music. Now, yeah. now you have now you have too many layers. Yeah. That create a lot of careers mm-hmm. out of an artist or, or or a musician or whatever. You know what I mean? Now 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 you've marginalized the album review and now you've marginalized the music and now the artist is come and go. Mm-hmm. Because your your album reviews are come and go, man. If you can't stand by that shit, right. I might say some stuff that I changed my mind about because I'm a grown ass woman. I might change my mind. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. Fuck. I hope you. I hope you change your mind. You know what I mean? Like if, if I you, do it all the time, man. Bruh, if you don't ever change your mind, then now you never come. You know what I mean? There's no learn. other. There's no other level of mind. Then? Right. Hmm. There is. But but you start doing that with music. You start you. You start like using music as currency in a yeah. weird, not in a good way, mm-hmm. not in a barter system. Right. I think that's the beauty of like being a creative. It's like, like you said, you can always change your mind. You can always, you're always creating and thinking and trying to get other people to think and trying to, you know, involve other people. And I think, you know, you writing album reviews is great because it gives people the opportunity to one read like we talked about (laughs) earlier and like it gives people the opportunity to separate you know the artist from the music because it's like you're not focusing on what you know he's doing what he did down the street 20 years ago or whatever the case is and it's like I know artists be doing fucked up shit whatever but it's like we can't deny the fact that some of these fucked up people be yeah. making really good music and timeless music that we still listen to to this day. And it's like, I ain't justifying none of the shit that they did, but, you know, that's their demon that they got to deal with. I'm not cosigning that shit. I'm not over Yeah, there. right. You know? Like, you just want to listen like, to Like, hey, go, go, go do what the fuck you're doing over there. That's, I'm, right. not, I'm not trying to be involved in what you're doing. Right. I'm not. I'm don't come over here with it. Right. You know? But that's, I mean, it, you have to, it's that, 
you have to listen to an album before you write an album review. I have to to know what I'm doing at this point and to, to be beneficial to anybody. To if I I can't make music. Mm-hmm. I can't DJ. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know how terrible your part. I would be in this bitch like, oh wait. I would figure <laughs> it out, but I, okay. Like, yeah. Work with me for like 40 minutes. Me so, You know what I mean? But there's things I can't do. Mm-hmm. And I can't do those things, but there are these Mm-hmm. And then that's listening to an album, writing an album review, putting the album review up, and then, you know, going, how can I help you? Right. And it's Hustle you great is for whoever. the people. <laughs> All right. Man, and hustle great is for the hustle, man, because there, there's there's a responsibility that goes along with what I understand hustle would be at this point. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Once you elevate to a different grade of hustle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Once you get to a... Once you working harder, and once you, hey, now what do we need to do? Yeah. But that it comes with talking to each other about the truth. Right. Or whatever it is. Hey, man, you look terrible with that hat on. You know what I mean? And you don't. <laughs> but you had a hat on, so. Look, my She's lace closure is a little yeah. off right now, so but I got I'm, that. <laughs> first thing I saw was that. I need the hat to learn. Mm-hmm. I wish I had I have a hoodie yeah. It's just, it's being honest with each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, being honest and, and being able to, if you're going to sit and talk with somebody, if I'm going to come sit and talk to you, to, you know what I could have talked to you about? I could have wrote some, like, I didn't write questions down. You need yeah. to write questions down. <laughs> but, I'm, you know, it could be speeches, and I didn't even, I was like, hey, whatever. Yeah. And then that's, that's what's weird to me about A&R. Mm-hmm. Now they're getting paid for their opinion, but their opinion isn't there. Mm-hmm. Now you're paying them for somebody else's opinion, right? Or something, or mm-hmm. some—I don't know what it is. I don't. <clears throat> I don't know. Um, I guess I just had a different idea of what you know that meant because I just thought that A and R's are somebody that okay, you find an artist mm-hmm. and you believe in their music or whatever the case is, you build a relationship with them, et cetera, et cetera, and you're pushing their music mm-hmm. because you believe that their music is good. But it's like now that you're saying that about A&Rs nowadays. I mean, that's what they should be doing. Yeah. And there's some that are, I don't want, I'm not saying that, that people, that this is what's happening. I'm taking that away from everybody. There's just, if you think, there's not a ton of A&Rs, but there's a ton of A&Rs. Mm-hmm. Because now, people see me listening to music as me being an A&R. And I'm not, and that's no this to you at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's what it's become. Mm-hmm. And I don't have a problem, I don't, that's what it is. Right. And so it's like, man, maybe it's not, Cause now you're like a spokesperson, mm-hmm. but everybody knows spokespeople get paid, <laughs> right? So it's like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Not that you should, but you know, like a artism is totally different. Me coming up and, and talking to you about my opinion is because, hey, I'm we gonna get it. Mm-hmm. We gonna talk honestly or why? Right. If somebody's paying anybody to go talk about their opinion or write opinion, it's, it gets weird. Not, but see, I don't know how to separate that sometimes from make sure you get paid for your work. It's it's a weird thing. I don't. You know what? Do what the fuck you want to do, but make sure <laughs> people don't have you fucked up out here. Like, right. <laughs> you know, and it's that's and that's so weird that you brought that up because it's like man, people be honest with each with your homies, like mm-hmm. not even on a business level. Yeah. No, we don't never. I don't talk about this shit in public. This yeah. Is, oh, well, I appreciate man, you like, for no, no, but it's fine. being that's, honest. Why would I come over here? If not yeah, though? exactly. I know we wasn't finna sit here and talk about like. Some bullshit, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We could have done that via phone, you know. Right. But I mean, I appreciate you even hitting me because there's some people that don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. 
they say they do. Right. So if you want to be put, you want to do something. Yeah. Like, you know, you want to do something here and there. You want to, you want to capitalize off of music that you're not listening to at the end of the day. Right. And that's weird. Yeah. Look, money like, is oh, the root fuck. of all evil. Honestly right. and truly. And now it's monopoly money. So now the only thing any of this money ever made you was uh, materialistic. Right. Like, oh, that's a, it's a touch song. I'm going to have to go find this and do the link. He said, he said uh, money is the root of our nation. And it, did, it ain't made you shit but materialistic. Now, now at this point, you Everything don't have it. nothing but want and greed. Right. What you want to do with that? Nothing. Because you can't have bring more it with you. <laughs> exactly. You can't bring it with you. And it's like... You can't even do shit with it here. Right. <laughs> and that's funny you said that because um, also when I would... I keep referring back. When I went back home, my mom was like, yeah. I put that water in the freezer. My mom was like, yeah, you need to clean out your closet, you know, at her house. Because I still have clothes and shoes there. So... I'm like, I go to clean it out, and I can't bring none of this stuff back with me. So I go to Plato's closet to see if I can get some money. They took one pair of boots back, which was, I paid like $90 for them boots. They gave me four fucking dollars. <laughs> what the fuck I'm supposed to do with four fucking dollars? No, you, like, <laughs> you know, like. monopoly money. It Not the money you spend on anything. All the shit you got for it, what is it worth? Nothing at the Four dollars? That's fucking hilarious. I'm sorry. Ninety <laughs> fucking dollars on these boots. And like a lot of stuff that I bought back, I spent hundreds of dollars. Now you feel like dollars. you should have kept the boots up. Right. <laughs> but it's like at the end of the day, like who's going to wear them? You know, I can't really wear them out here because it's like it don't really get. It's been cold, but it's like it hasn't been like it don't get cold, cold. 20 degrees, 15 degrees oh, like type cold. cold, cold. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's like those boots were like heavy winter boots, you it's know. No, they didn't have fur, but it was like suede, oh, yeah. and it's like I'm not gonna wear them out here. So it's like it's no point. Um, but I, I had this big ass jacket with like some fake fur in it, and when it, I was in snow, yeah, that was cool. But that happens like, yeah, and that was snow that was actually snow that I had to walk in. I like it right. stuck for a little while until the sun came out. Snow. I said, "Well, I'm gonna use them with this fur." Why? <laughs> when I first moved here, I didn't bring no winter clothes with me. And then I went back home. What was it, December of 2016? Mm-hmm. And I brought back a winter coat mm-hmm. because I'm like, okay, maybe it this. will get. Yeah, I may <laughs> need this. And I only wore it for like a week um, last year. What? Well, hey, that's a long time to wear a real winter coat. But then <laughs> this year, I've been. I was wearing it for like a couple mm-hmm. weeks because. I don't we know. Got 40s again. Yeah, it was crazy. But like a lot of my winter stuff is still back home, and I ain't bringing it here because no, my mother probably gonna have to sell my North Face. I don't know, but I can make some money off it. It's right, four dollars. Yo, it's crazy because the North Face. <laughs> my grandmother got it on sale for a hundred dollars, so I know it ain't worth shit now. Mm-hmm. It's been like years since I got that shit, but. Right. And then, I mean, I did, I'm gonna buy shiny shit. You know what I mean? Right, like, but it's like we just gotta realize that if, if I had it to spend, I would be out here like really in like camera people. Like, if, you know what I mean? And I even had it to spend, but at this point, it's monopoly money. Right. If, if if I can throw it around, maybe I'm gonna do that, but that's just not responsible at this point. Right. And not even responsible. That's not respectful at this right. point. Right. Like, I'm not gonna be a guy. We got. Investments and shit. If it gets to the point where I look around me and I'm like, a pink fur is okay right now. Like, right. You know what I mean? Sometimes yeah. it's okay to go buy a new pair of shoes that cost you a lot of money. Mm-hmm. You, you would decide that. You is this okay right now? Right. 
the motherfucking shoes could last you forever. Right. You know what I mean? You You're right. Some shoes. stuff is worth the. It is um worth it. It's valuable. It's, like it's quality. But some things appreciating value. And yeah. I think that's what what, what we start to forget when I'm, I'm out here and everything's depreciating the value. Right. Everything. Wait, yeah. Look at it Something something has to gain value with the work you put into it. I don't care. Hey, right. And that's why it's I, I cut back on buying shit. I really cut back on buying shit because it's like, it's not worth it at the end of the day. And I'm not right. saying like it's not a good thing to buy nice things. Like, yeah, I would love to buy nice right. things. But I feel like, you, sure? you know, it's like, that's and that's what I was saying right earlier. Right now, nice things to me. Just look a little different. Yeah. Right now, nice things to me is going to be like, uh, hey, with some Nikes, my, my son with some Nikes, he's going to tear up. Right. He going to rip the, he ripped the whole front off of his shoes. Mm-hmm. Like, Damn, <laughs> Damn, but it's me some shoes too. You right. know what I mean? Like these shoes are going, going to last me like 10 years. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Couple months, but right. he's cuter than me. Anyway, you <laughs> so, got it. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But that's, that's something that, that's worth it to me. That's what I'm spending money on. That's why I feel like, you know, the world is just like, we fake as hell. We, we, I, some Ms. people are honest. Some people are just, I, I, I but don't we I also say like, everybody's fake. I'm not going to say everybody's wrong or anything, but it's like, if you're going to do something, don't be misguided and intentionally. Doing yeah. It. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people are. Way. Yeah, I think a lot of people are. And, you know, we get caught up in the social media shit. Hey, but, slow down. Everybody slow down. Right, you know exactly. Let's talk about it. Hold on. <laughs> exactly. Take a step back. Evaluate. You know. Huddle. Right. Ready? Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's move on. I was supposed to do this at the beginning, but. We missed you. I have, yeah. Okay. I have a segment called Living, My, Living Your Best Life. So how are you living your best life? Um. Every day I'm deciding what's important. Understanding the value of what's important. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, there's, I, I'm relearning a lot of bad decisions. Not even decisions, bad habits. I'm, I'm getting rid of bad habits and I'm learning better ways. That's the only way right now. Like, best life at this point, if you determine best life by Tuesday morning, I'm awake from be like, <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, you're you're living your best life and there's no ceiling on best. Yeah. Best don't have a uh, hey, a limit. The governor on your success. Yeah. Like, so that, mm-hmm. No, you don't have to. You you could go slow, you could be limited in what you're doing without having a ceiling. Yeah. Now your best life is tomorrow, your best life could be flying to the middle of your own island if, if, it, if it so happens. Right. Whatever's going to happen, tomorrow's going to happen either way. Mm-hmm. I agree. Putting your best life every Like, you know, it's a kind of decision. Like, it's kind of like, that's asking what success is. Mm-hmm. Your best life? Hmm. Well, see you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Gotta do it today, yes or no. Yeah. Tomorrow, yes or no. And whatever decisions you make in doing that, let's go. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> And that's funny you said that because, like, I had a rough day today and I was speaking to my friend from back home mm-hmm. and we were having, like, I've been trying to focus on accountability. Mm-hmm. And yesterday, that shit tough. it's, yo, <laughs> that shit is beating my ass right now. Like, we don't and, realize how unaccountable. Yo. <laughs> and, you know, I stopped smoking, but one thing I will say is like one of the, I made a conscious effort this year to start 
working on how I react to people when they do something that I don't like. And I go to therapy and my therapist is telling me like, you know, it's going to be hard. And when she was saying that, I was like, oh, you know, like it's going to be. It is kicking my ass right now. Mm -hmm. And it it kicked my ass today. Mm -hmm. It kicked my ass yesterday because it's like, I... Why is it kicking... Like, how is... Not now, how is it kicking your ass? How do you feel like it's winning? Okay, so we're back. We had to take a quick um, commercial break. Well, it's not really any commercials, but, you know, we had to take a quick break. Anyway, so it's kicking my ass. I can and I started doing the whole promo packages. So if you need one, hit me up, holler at me. We out here. Slit advertise. Exactly. So it's kicking my barter system. And- Niggas don't want to barter out here. They just, you know, it's fine. It's fine. I'm a fine. You know what? I'm just trying to put my energy in the universe. So it's like I can find people that we on the same wave. You know, that's That's what I'm trying to do. So, if you see me, we see each other, and we gonna, you know, it's lit. (laughs) All right, so, (laughs) it's kicking my ass because, like, this is something I unpack with my friend today on the phone. Like, I've been dealing with not even, like, a situation just with a guy, just in general, just friends in general, relationships. It's like, I always feel like, you know, I have to be in control, so I'm realizing that it's like it's okay to just like take a step back and just not be in control sometimes, and that's like my biggest dis- demise. Like yeah. just trying to be in control, and it's like when I don't get my way, it's just like I'll be going off the rocker, and that's one of the reasons why I stop smoking is because I feel like it just intensifies the emotion. Yeah. React to something. Now exactly. It's, like, it's now it's like it's times ten and it's like fire for real. Exactly. <laughs> and that's not fair to other people. So it's like, you know, I have to take a step back and just be like, okay, this is what you did wrong. And you know, the that's word yeah. And I talked about that last week. And you know what the word of the month is just gonna be accountability. I'm talking about this on every the word of life. And it's like I'm learning to be accountable for my actions and it's like Sometimes I'm going to fuck up, you know, like, and I feel like everybody needs to realize that every, you know, every, nobody's perfect and we all fuck up, but it's like the only way that you can learn from it is if you take accountability for the fuck ups that you do. And it's like, that shit is just kicking my ass more than I expected it to. So it's like, it's a lot to take in. I think the hardest part is understanding, like, if I want all this attention, you know what I mean? If I want to be in control, mm-hmm. I have to position myself to be in control. Mm-hmm. And positioning myself to be in control means I have to be accountable for everything because I have to take responsibility for everything. And so now it's the understanding that everything that happens or doesn't happen is we got this. We're good. Yeah, you know what I mean? Exactly. A, a part of accountability that comes in. It's hard, though. It's hard to say this is instead of like, man, look what happened. Yeah. To say, look what I did. Right. It, it's not easy. And it's not it's easy not because easy. we never... I mean, I'm, I'm not going to say we... I Personally, I never had to do that shit. Yeah. I, man, I need this. I need that. I, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it's always a need. Right. But that's because when you're not accountable, you're not self-sustained. Right. You, you can't, you can't be on top of not being accountable. Yeah. It, it's a situation where now you need all of these things because there's nothing here that's fulfilling your needs. Right. 
And that's what I think that's a, I'm just having a hard time mm-hmm. just realizing and just coming to terms. What's the with, hard like what's the hardest thing for you to be accountable for? Like what's the hardest thing that you'd be like, fuck, that's not my fault. That's that's not my fault. That you that's, that's hard to take accountability for. I guess like I'm sorry, I'm just saying no, 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 it's okay, it's okay. Um, you know, we got trial and error type thing. You feel me? All right. So I think the hardest thing, like right now, just being here in Houston, like people telling me no, um, especially like when it comes to guys, because like even just dating in general, like I don't know. I could think of one other guy that from back home that may have told me no. But other than that, like, guys that I've dated, I feel like I've always been in control of the situation. And even with my friends, not saying, like, I'm, you know, telling them what to do, but it's, like, they never... Like, if I do fucked up shit, like, yeah, we may not talk for a while or whatever, but it's, like, we always come back. And... I don't ever always sit back and be like, okay, Zakia, this is the role that you played in, you know, this situation or whatever. And now that I'm dating here in Houston, I'm thinking that, you know, I could get over on people because I have a dominant personality or I'm a little aggressive, but it's like, I've met somebody that ain't with that shit and... You know, he is firm in how what he believes and what he wants. And it's like, I can't always I'm not in control to change his mind. And I think that's a harsh reality for me. So it's like it's hard for me to just come to terms with that. And I've done a lot of fucked up shit, not only with that person, but other people, too. You know, like I think even females. Yeah. Coming to terms with it is not you're never gonna be able to feel okay about wanting somebody to do something you know what I mean like mm-hmm. about that feeling like the I think the, the and I'm still looking for it all the time is that the, the the peace that comes in relationship building comes from you know what do what you want to do man like, yeah you know what I mean and it comes to a point of I don't want to control this mm-hmm. because if I'm in control then now I can't be selfish yeah because then you can't you can't do that. You can. Yeah. You you can, and you're going to build very unhealthy relationships. Yeah. And that's, I mean, I can say that. I'm not judging. I, I You you try yeah. to be in control of everything, but not responsible for anything. Right. You can't be in, in control and unaccountable. You, you know what I mean? You can't do all of these things. There's no duality in that. Yeah. And that's, and that's. And you where, don't want to control it. And that's where. And control for me, I guess, is also a defense mechanism. Because oh, yeah. it's Absolutely. like. Okay, well, if I'm in control, like, I was talking to my friend about this earlier, like, I can control the outcome of this situation. And I felt like, even when I got here in Texas, like, I felt like every situ- every guy that I've dated or every friendship that I've had, like, I felt like I controlled how this is going to end or whatever. And now that I am not in that position, it's just like, okay, bitch. You need to relax, yeah. and I just haven't learned how to come to terms with, you know, like, sometimes it's okay to let your guard down, right. you know, and right. it's hard because it's, it's like, you don't want to be vulnerable, okay. you know? It's not even okay. It's, it's, let your guard down. Yeah. And don't, I mean, don't, 
get rid of your guard. Right. Right. Don't don't let it go. Yeah. Think about shit and all of I mean, that's something I still have to learn every day. Mm-hmm. I still have to ask people for advice. You know right. There's, if, if there wasn't people, I could be like, man, I don't know what to do right now. Right. Yeah, and that's why you can't be in control, though. Because yeah. if, once you're in control, then now you're so in control that you're, like, completely out of like, Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're spiraling out of right. control. And it's like, that's why I'm like, okay. Because you can't control anything. Yeah. At, at the end of the day, whatever is going to happen is going to happen. Whatever is for you, you know, like, it's it's going to happen the way it's going to happen. And, and the, the limited amount of control that you have is you. Mm-hmm. So now if I want to control where a relationship goes, then now I'm putting my responsibility and control into a situation instead of myself. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Because that be, yeah, you're going to be out here moving around through all kind of shit. Yeah. You're going to go through a thousand situations you cannot control. Right. But. And I just haven't come to terms with that, you know? Well, I mean, now I, I, I am I, because. I still, have <laughs> I still look at shit now I say I, and be like. Yeah. Oh, you said that? And right. You, and you meant it. And I, hey, you meant the fuck out of it. You meant that when you said that. I'm like, that was so selfish. Right. And it's some, it's that, that's the same thing as with living your best life. It's just yeah. waking up every day like, fuck. Okay, well, that wasn't the best idea. So and I let need me, to let make me a, a new way to go. Yeah. yeah, so that's, that's how I'm living my best life. I'm just trying to figure out ways to be better yeah. and be a better friend, be a better sister, be a better daughter, yeah. be a better future wife, whatever, if whatever I, you're if doing. I, yeah, exactly, I'm just trying to be better, and I just want people, and this is for everybody, like, we just have to realize, and some people, and I guess this also goes back to, I, I've been very judgmental of drug addicts, because I have a lot of drug addicts in my family, right. so it's like, I don't understand why they keep going back and you know they keep doing the same shit but it's like they don't know any better at you know nine times out of ten okay yeah exactly so you know with this whole you know defense mechanism letting my guard down and learning about myself and trying to be better like I'm in a fucking relapse right now you know and I'm thinking like with you know the not smoking I started meditating I started praying more Mm -hmm. and I'm thinking like okay like I have some clarity as to what you know what I'm doing and then it's like I took 10 steps back yesterday and then today it's like okay this is what you did and this is what you need to continue to do and it's like I'm learning that I can't involve other people really too much in this because it's like I have a lot of shit that I need to work on and it's not fair to drag people along through the process you know of me trying to be a better person and to want to be in control of what exactly I want to drag you through my shit mm-hmm. and I just want you to just like stay there yeah like, and I want and not only that I want I don't want to control my shit. You know, I don't want to stop dragging you through shit. I don't want to use this amount of control that I have to stop dragging you through shit. I'd rather use this amount of control I have to keep you holding on while I'm dragging you through shit. Right. It, 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 it doesn't take a lot to clean up the shit that you fucked up. Yeah. I mean, it does. It does. It does. In the long term, it doesn't. Right. Not, not if you, like, I'm Just still take- every day, I'm like, oh, God, that was terrible. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that was that was not a good decision. That, was, that wasn't helpful to nobody. There wasn't, and there's a lot of shit that I didn't even... Think about it. Yeah. Like you said, controlling relationships, trying to figure out 
how can I make sure this gets to where I think I want it to go? Mm-hmm. And we go that way. And it may not always be and right. where you want to go. Right. <laughs> and I got, I got an issue. And I'm, you know, I've admitted it. I'm admitting it again. And I just want people to know, you know, I'm a work in progress, you know, oh, like, everybody. and I don't want to drag people. And I don't know if you, do you watch reality TV? Oh, what's that TV numbers? Oh. So I watch Black Ink Crew. That, reality TV is my guilty pleasure. <laughs> but... I watch Black Ink Crew and Sky. She gave up her kids for adoption when she was like fourteen or something. Mm-hmm. And her oldest son, he is very resentful of that. Mm-hmm. Like he's very angry about it. And you can tell like they're both angry about it. You know the whole situation. But it's like she's lashing out on people because she does. She doesn't know how to. You know direct her anger towards this whole situation <clears throat> and she's like got into fights talked about people and not saying i got into fights but it's like i've just done fucked up I'm shit sure to people bad. and it's like i can't keep doing that to people that i love you know and it's like yeah. that's a lot of, i mean that's that's growth that some people don't ever go through yeah i'm going through it and it's like damn bitch yeah, I did that shit, hey. and I need to own up to it. And it's like, again, I apologize, and you know, the this only is thing why I it's like, man, better. we gotta slow down because we're doing shit that, you know, they. How many things can you do that you're not gonna be okay with doing in the future? Like, how you know how much of that shit do you build up? Right. How much? How how many bad decisions do you build up before it's too many? And yeah, and it's then, too late. Right. Yeah. And, and then, when you can't go back, mm-hmm. so. It, how do we keep building up more and more more bad habits? I mean, I how do I keep doing it? Yeah. How do and or from one bad habit to another? Like it's it's a situation where it's like, damn. Oh, I did that to who? And then I'm sitting here saying, how could you do this to me? Right. You know what I mean? And you love this person, and that's what I'm dealing with. It's like I've been not saying like you know the relationship with this person has always been perfect or whatever the case is, mm-hmm. but it's like. I have done more fucked up shit than not. Yep. And I'm sitting here saying like, oh, yeah, I love you. And, you know, I want to be your friend or whatever the case is. But it's like, I can see why that person doesn't want to be involved because I keep doing the same you shit. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And, you know. I'm projecting that. Yo, I've been projecting right. that shit. And I, I, and I, you know, now I think this is, and it's. 10 times harder because this is the most alone I felt right. as an adult, as Whoa, a, just in general, like in my whole entire life, right. I've always lived with somebody. Yeah. I've always been in the house with somebody, had somebody around. always had somebody mm-hmm. around. So it's like, I've also isolated myself too from other people. But at the same time, like I know I've done shit where it's like, people are like, Oh, I'm not fucking with it no more. You mm-hmm. know, like, you in a situation. Need, yeah, you need like, oh. you got shit you need to work on right. and this I don't want to be involved. Idea. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> and it's hard. I'm just like, damn. I, I <laughs> really did me. that shit. It was me. It was me. And I'm not <laughs> saying that that person is perfect, but it's like I know what role I played. But I want to take accountability what, for my role. Right. I was about that that's what being accountable is. And what you that's like that motherfucking court screw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Once you know how some shit worked, right. like it don't matter. And really, the the being accountable and moving forward and accountability is understanding that fuck. I can't unknow that I was doing this shit. I can't unknow that we sat in here and I'm, my hand hurts from trying to open this. <laughs> 
goddamn wine bottle and that bitch opened like butter like right you know what i mean you don't unlearn that you yeah can't, you can't unlearn the truth. you just gotta keep doing it you can't unlearn what it feel like to hold yourself accountable yeah and to understand that damn like me yeah okay well right because we think that we're striving <laughs> to be me, perfect huh? yeah we're striving to be you know this perfect person it's like that's not realistic you know and what is your and that comes from how you determine your idea of perfect because because why do you have to why do you strive for perfect instead of being perfect and fucking up sometimes yeah you, you know why am i more geared towards saying that i'm fucked up and i mean we are fucked up everybody does fucked up things right but it's, it's it's a situation where you know what maybe i am perfect but but i have <laughs> but i have imperfect ways yeah sometimes. you know exactly. what i mean it's what mm-hmm. I'm but that's holding yourself accountable yeah and i you don't unlearn how to use that damn corkscrew. You don't right. unlearn how to hold yourself accountable. Yeah. You might slip and fall. You know what I mean? But you don't you, you don't forget to hold yourself accountable after you figure it out. Because, man, I ain't been accountable my whole goddamn life. <laughs> and then, like, I figured out how to be accountable. And right. then just, like, was like, well, fuck this. No, yeah. I was like, oh, bitch, you should. Right. Nobody ever held the mirror Bruh. to me. <laughs> now I'm like, somebody is holding up the mirror to me, and they're like, okay, Zakia, this is what you're doing. It's selfies, it's paint yourself in your best life. Exactly. You're like, oh, no, that ain't me. But it's like, it is you, bitch. It is you, you know? Like, you thought. <laughs> you thought. Right. You thought you was, hey. Yeah, you thought you was good, but you yeah. really not. <laughs> but, I mean, that's growth. That's progress. It's yeah. uncomfortable situations. That's telling each other the fucking truth. Like, it's uncomfortable. Like, when I tell you. Like you know what yeah. I mean? Like, am I look? Am I sitting? This here is the most I've cried in a while. Crying. Yeah, exactly. You? But but that's from the reason we can't hold ourselves accountable is because I mean, not, not even we. I was never taught to feel shit. Mm-hmm. Feelings was like uh, get that shit out of here, and then because and then same. Now there's no healthy way of feeling. Right now it's not there. This is how you feel, and this is how you should. Because if you tell somebody that this is. You know, this is what it is, and it makes them feel good. To you know what I mean? Right. There's, there's a way to feel good. Mm-hmm. And now, there shouldn't be no feelings. Get out of your feelings. What, what, what are people talking about when they say get out of your feelings? Love. Right. And you know, growing up on the East Coast, I think it's like also a sign of weakness. Like if I showed that, you know, you hurt my feelings, like mm-hmm. niggas was gonna chew me alive. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's why I think I. Also, growing like even in middle school, like we used to rank on each other like all the time, talk, talk about yeah. each other, cut on each other, whatever. And it's like if you fold it, yeah. it's over for you. Right. So it's like I've learned how to have my guard up right. and have my fist right. up at all oh, times. Right. You know, so it's like it's hard for me to let them down right. because it's like at the end of the day, nobody is really not saying people are not doing anything to me, but it's like. But you have to protect yourself. Yeah, I feel like I always have to protect. Exactly, you got to find a way of uh, foundational protection. I'm still finding it. Yeah. How do How do I make sure that we're good Mm -hmm. without having to always have the guard up? Right. You know what I mean? What do we have to do outside of this guard to be good here too and here? You know what I mean? Like, right. what, What What do we have to do? Because now. I'm always on edge. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You yeah. get to a point where you show, like, you show people not to fuck with you by 
just being a bitch. Not showing no emotions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not oh, showing too. no emotions. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you can't be vulnerable nowhere. Right. You can't be vulnerable nowhere. So when do you let your guard down? Right. So when do you when do you think of anything other than keeping your guard up? Right. And that's what I struggle with. Right. Like, it's hard for me to be vulnerable. And I feel like if I'm being vulnerable with you, then you should give me... talk about the truth, though. Yeah, and you should... If I'm being truthful and vulnerable yeah. with you, then you should give me what I want. That's yeah. how I feel. And I know it's a fucked up way of thinking, but it's just no, like... No, but that's... You should... I'm coming to realization that's just how I've thought. Right. And, you know, like, especially, like, with guys, like... There's... You know, like I said earlier, no guy has ever told really told me no. Right. You know, like, I so have been spoiled. Yeah. My family hasn't really told me no right. either growing up. Like, I... Not saying, like, I had the best childhood, but, like, no, but my mom put me life. in a lot of shit, you so know? So what you wanted became what you needed. Right. So it's like, I did a lot of shit growing up. Like, if I was interested in piano lessons, my yeah. mother was paying for that right. shit. If I was interested in right. acting, my mother was paying for right. that shit, you know? like Whatever you wanted to do. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like... Now that I'm older, I'm like, okay, well, this is how it should be. Yeah. But it's like, no, it don't always go like that. Yeah, yeah you thought. That's learning. <laughs> but see, that's learning to, 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 it's learning to consider other people. You know, in, mm-hmm. in a weird, we didn't learn to consider nobody. Mm-hmm. I didn't give a fuck about nobody. Mm-hmm. And then, that means I don't give a fuck about me. Right. Now, what do I do? Because if it's just me. Right. I'm fucked. Yeah. But. Fuck you. It's a, that's a we. How do we set that? How do we get? I don't know. I don't know how I got that way. Fuck how. Yeah. I don't have any clue. But there has to be. But that's why we're uncomfortable talking about the truth. That's right. Why, you know what I mean? That's why we're uncomfortable um, hurting each other's feelings. Mm-hmm. And um, like that's why we uh, we don't like conflict. Man. Like what we talking about? Well, no. I was talking. Right. You know, talking about What's on the Twitter. Problem with conflict? There's, I don't feel like there's no issue or with disagreement. Conflict. Not even yeah. you, but like we need to. You, we don't always have to be fighting each other, right? We can have disagreement dis- and learn from each other. This is conversation. Yeah, you say how you feel and I say how I feel. That's not a fight, right? But guards, yeah, you come with your guard up. That means you expected a war. What did you come right. here for with your guard up? Exactly. And now I'm going everywhere with my guard up. Exactly, Bruh. And then they. Like, and you always looking for a fight. You going into into your home? Mm-hmm. You allowing people into your home with your guard up? Still, you came inside. You the threshold of my home, right? And somebody's, you know what I mean. But did you think about that? This people, that's just that's normal, right? It's not though. Like no, yeah. there's no way people out here like maybe my best friend did do like okay, look. Yeah, that's why. Like <laughs> I was talking about. It's you hard know, to trust people though. It is hard to trust people, and I was, you know, that conversation came from you know me thinking and praying and all this other shit and it's like you know disagreements are healthy but it's like what are we learning from this disagreement you know it has to be a solution exactly (laughs) so i think people when people think of conflict or disagreements they're thinking like oh well you're trying to have a one-up on me and you know sometimes i am that way and sometimes i'm like you know no i'm learning the difference between just telling people how you feel and not expecting anything in return as well. Once you stop trying to one-up anybody, mm-hmm. you never expect anybody to try to one-up you. Like, yeah. It's a, hey, man, I, 
Sometimes I, I mean, even I have an eight-year-old son. Sometimes I have to consider the fact that I understand I am his parent, but this is not a competition. Right. I'm not trying to one-up you to prove shit. Right. This is what it is. And I don't, you know, I don't have to one-up you. Right. Because facts are facts. Right. But once you're trying to one-up somebody, and I mean, so many times I catch myself like, of course, if I'm trying to one-up you, what are you, what are you, even if you're not doing it. Mm-hmm. What am I going to expect from you? And what am I going to receive from you? Because I already came expecting that. I came with my guard up. Right, exactly. I set up to this bitch with armor on. And I mean, it's cool to have armor on. You're supposed to. And you came to win. And you ain't always going to win the battle. Don't let him be in the house. Yeah. And your house is... I mean, don't don't, don't let him... There's certain places you can go and not have to worry about that. Yeah. Wherever, and that's your decision. Go wherever you want to go. Wherever you feel comfortable. Wherever you don't feel like you need your guard up. Mm-hmm. Because always having your guard up, like that shit fuck me up. Mm-hmm. Always? Yeah. I can't never let nobody in this bitch. Right. Man, what do I have a kid? Do you know how strange it is? Like, no, you don't have a kid. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a kid. <laughs> and, and I mean, and that's not even, I'm not saying everybody goes through this, but I mean, this right. is like, just my I'm personal sure testimony. Is that I look at life. him, yeah. and I'm looking like, I can't even let you into this. Like, you know what I mean? I'm trying yeah. to, you? Right. No. Hell no. Mm-hmm. No, man. No. You can have it all. Right. What do mm-hmm. I'm not trying to one up you. I'm trying hey, you got it. Yeah. What do you want? What do you need? And then that's that's a, a type of relationship that we should build more often. Mm-hmm. What are you what are you doing with with this guard? What are yeah. you what are you keeping out of what do you what are you standing here by yourself? Right. That shit is lonely and sad and now you're by yourself and you're not accountable. What the fuck? Right. What? Exactly. <laughs> Exactly, <laughs> and that's what I'm dealing with. And like, a part of it is just you know, one, have my guard up, but two, like, I've just been trying to focus on other shit too at the same time. Mm-hmm. So it's like I haven't really been engaging yeah. in conversations with people, and not because I don't like them or yeah. you know, but it's just like I've just been trying to focus. But that's your that's your home, that's your space. yeah, exactly. You gotta get that shit right. right. Oh. So it's like you know, and I think we have to also you know, dig deep in ourselves mm-hmm. and figure out who is worthy of the vulnerability as mm-hmm. well and letting our guard down. Because yeah. not everybody has, you know, malintentions or, yeah. you know, malice in their heart. They're or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Then it then it coming for your head, man. Yeah, and that's and that's what I'm struggling with. It's hard and, and, and it it gets harder if you don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. It gets harder and harder and harder the more people that that, that, that you butt heads with that don't tell you what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And that's why when you said what you said, I was thinking like, damn, man. Because I was the other day I was thinking, man, I start figuring shit out. And now it's all these people coming to fuck with my shit when I'm figuring shit out. And I was like, man, that's so selfish. Like, yeah. do you know how many people shit you fucked up when you was going through your shit? Right. You know what I mean? I was like, damn, it's not... It's not anybody else. Mm-hmm. It is everybody else. But it's also you're in control of that shit. So... Yeah. Okay, well, gotta rethink all of this shit now. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And like, when you sit in that shit, you feel like, oh, bitch. Bruh. You look. You, look okay. you, yeah. I had to do that today, and man, it was tough. It was tough for me. Like, today was just a tough ass day, a hard ass yeah. day. And, you know, like, I'm grateful for you coming because I feel like, <laughs> you perfect know, timing, and, yeah, perfect, perfect timing. Right. And, you know, tomorrow's a new day, yeah, you know, at the end of the day, like tomorrow's a new day. And right. that's the only thing, you know, I can take from this is like, 
It's either you gonna push forward or you gonna sit and you gonna fucking mope and. And I think understanding. You know. You know what I'm not gonna do. I'm not. I'm not gonna put myself in a position to say that there's an option to not do. Mm-hmm. Because that's that's where I get caught up with not holding myself accountable, even though I say I am or I, you know that's what the plan was. Of course, the plan was to do it, but I'm sitting here like, okay, well I'm gonna do it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna hold myself accountable tomorrow, and I have a bad habit of doing. It. I'm still working on it. I mean, right. I'm I'm late. I'm not, I'm not like I'm not saying any of this like, man, this is what everybody needs to do. I mean, this is what I need to do as well. Yeah. But we talk about it more often, and then you looking at somebody who's looking you in your face saying, hey, I thought this is what we were doing. Right. And then, yeah, you need to sit at the house and think about shit, but once you think about shit, there has to be some sort of, of community of something, somebody you trust. You gotta trust somebody, man. Yeah. Nobody? Yeah. It's hard, man. Yeah. It's, it's it's hard to deal with it with, with, with a million people you love around you. This shit is never gonna be easy. Yeah. Hey, fuck it. And sometimes it's we cold. hurt the people we love the most in the process, and it's fucked up, but it's We only hurt no the people we love, the, the people we don't love, we're not hurting them. Right, because they don't, exactly. <laughs> <sighs> if it's not no love you can't hear no, not even that like I mean physically of course but you know what I mean like yeah it's not no situation where somebody that you don't give a fuck where don't give a fuck about you where there's no love there can be affected by your actions it's only the people they're supposed to be it's affected by your shit right and then I think it's like man everybody who loves me is hurting my feelings and it's like dang I'm hurting my own damn wrong. feelings yeah <laughs> <laughs> You I'm hurting my own damn feelings at the end of the day. Well, you keep fucking up. So, yeah. uh, they're not, it's not that they're hurting, hurting your feelings. It's that, that they're tired of dealing with your shit, man. Right. Like, oh, you're tired of dealing with your shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's a weird, but this accountability, you're saying, oh, that's my shit. Look, mm-hmm. all right. All right, you know what? Girl. Okay, regroup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm regrouping right now. I'm in the regrouping relapse. I relapse on the whole accountability and you know, I'm working on it. Right, and that's the only thing that I should do. I'm right? trying, man. What what, I mean, what else you want? Yeah. What else? Right. Okay, hey, so where where can people oh, find <laughs> We've been talking for a long oh, ass man. time, girl. <laughs> where can people find I don't even know. Uh, where can people find you on social media or um, your website, hustlebrain? Hustlebrain.com. You can always go to hustlebrain.com. There's always going to be content there. Mm-hmm. Can't guarantee what's going to be updated. <laughs> hey, man, but it's also stuff that um, I wouldn't leave up if it wasn't so relevant. You know right. what I mean? I'm, I'm not, mm-hmm. It wouldn't be there if I didn't think you should still read it. Even if you read it before, go. Right. Go back and refresh your mind, you know? Um. It's not Do y'all have any it's, events coming up? Not specifically our events right now. Um, I'm working on uh, realizing what I'm good at and doing that instead of trying to do because you, you start doing too many things and you, mm-hmm. you know, now you're not really good at anything and I caught caught up in that. Right. So it's like, man, I can do all of these things and then say, like, well, you're good at this though. Right. You can do, you are capable. You are capable of but doing all of these better things. At you're better at it. hell you want to do. Mm-hmm. But you're really good at doing this. Right. And you really enjoy doing this. Yeah. Like this shit, you can do it, but it makes your head hurt, you know. And, you know, and, and, and maybe you're not successful at it either. Right. You know? It's not working. Mm-hmm. It's not for you. Right. So, okay. What am I good at content? Like, that's what it's going to be on Hustle Grade. Okay. Um, 
Do you want music, people to follow events. me on social media? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All my, <laughs> so, well, okay, I say all my social media. It's just Instagram and Twitter. It's just Kels88. Okay. Just Kels. I've been, like, reporting just Kels without the 88 as spam for years. Like, okay. <laughs> I'm just used to it. It's right only now, one of her. I was like, God damn it. Okay. <laughs> It's cool, you got it. It's that you got to have the eight eight after it. It's just what it is. Um, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Okay. All right. <laughs> you can well, find everything else from there. I think. Um, if you yeah, if I, I have business cards. If you have yeah, Alley Cat on Thursday sometimes. What y'all like, do on Thursdays? Um, the Waxaholics have an all body night on Thursdays at Alley Cat. Oh, my and, mom um, is coming. Actually, you know what? This Thursday they're doing like a live music thing. Oh, Party really? in the Plaza down at Avenue, just Houston. Yeah, they're doing um, a band. Okay. And, uh, I'm trying to get out the house more because, like, mm-hmm. I've been really cooped up in here, mm-hmm. and like, you know, so like, I'm trying to talk to people to... about the shit you figured yeah, out. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I just want to engage with people because, like, I just been in this fucking Bruh. turtle in this hey, shell. <laughs> yeah, like, let's go. But yeah. Make sure you guys follow her. Make sure you guys check out the website. If you're in Houston, make sure you guys come to the events. She's going to post them on social media, on the website, et cetera, et cetera. Um, if you want to reach yeah. her. Okay. I mean, I had my, I had my business card to people. I know I said. <laughs> so if you see me, I got business. might have business cards. But yeah, um, yeah you can hit me on social media, whatever. Go to Hustle Grade and look at read stuff. Uh, check out the Wax of Holics. They have a lot of cool stuff going on this. Um, there's not a whole bunch of vinyl DJs in Houston. There's mm-hmm. only a few. And uh, what, what the Wax Holics do is pretty dope. It's fun. You can go turn up without having to like be uncomfortable. I think I went on a Friday night to Alley Cat. Alley Cat's a dope It was... I was, was I was super high, so oh, it was still of- fun. Oh, no, I had fun. I was dancing by myself. I don't care. Like I don't go out and dance by right. myself. Like I don't give a fuck. I don't think I've ever had just like a terrible time at Alley Cat. Like some fucked up shit can so- happen to me at Alley Cat, and I still be like, oh, <laughs> right. Like I had I had like two really great nights there. Yeah. Um, I don't go a whole bunch of places though, so I yeah, guess. exactly. Yeah. But sorry. I like the vibe though. At Alley Cat. So I think I'm, I might bring my mom there when she comes to visit. Do it. But make sure you guys are subscribing to this podcast, number one. And number two, um, make sure you're following me on social media. I'm 5'2 on Instagram and Twitter. Facts of Life Pod on Twitter. Facts of Life Podcast on Instagram. Make sure you're being added to the Facebook group. And again, thank you guys for listening. Thank you to my guests that came through on the ones and twos. And I will (laughs) talk to you guys next week.